Rod Khalif, how's it going, baby? Good, brother. This has been a lot of fun here at WealthCon. Yeah. It's been awesome to share the stage with some uh, some very impressive people. Love Bradley and mm-hmm. Andy Elliott and Caruth yeah. and, uh, of course, Ryan. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. So yeah. I guess, can you give us your your quick story, who yeah. you are and yeah. what, what you've yeah, done? So, so I'm, a, I'm an immigrant, born in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. uh, immigrated when I was six, uh, ended up in Denver, Colorado, and we... Uh, Struggled, struggled a lot growing up, um, and my mom was a bit of an entrepreneur, so she uh, uh, babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. With her babysitting money, she invested in the stock market successfully with no formal education, also bought real estate. So mm-hmm. her first real estate acquisition was right across the street. She bought a house, paid thirty grand when I was about 14. When I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep. It'd gone up in value. Mm. From that moment on, I knew I was doing real estate. I'm like, screw college. I'm going to do real estate. I was a capitalist. I wanted the nice cars and the hot girls and all yeah. that stuff back then. And so I got into real estate. And mm-hmm. uh, fast forward to today, I've owned a couple thousand houses that I wow. rented long term. Um, uh, I own thousands of apartment units now. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And I thought I was uh, unstoppable. I thought I was a real estate god. And oh, you know when that happens, God yeah. has a tendency to maybe give you a little reckoning. Well, that was 2008. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008 and nine. And, um, you know, so what I'm known for talking about on my podcast and my boot camps is uh, really the mindset it took to have $50 million to lose in the first place. And probably more importantly is the mindset it took to recover from losing, mm. losing everything. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that's... Uh, I spent a lot of time on that, and I got very interested in mindset. I had somebody help me when I was young and taught me about mindset. Mm-hmm. And then I spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet and mm. was on his team for a while, and he's the best in the world at it, obviously. And, uh, but, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm love, I love high performance. I love motivation and, and self-actualization and goal setting and all mm-hmm. the things associated with you know, yeah. actually taking action. So how many units do you own right now? Do you know? Under, just under five thousand. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> how how the, much? Those, those are apartments. I don't the, have houses anymore. Yeah. How much cash flow do you make from five thousand units? Well, the way it works in syndication, I've only uh, I've been back in the business a little over three years. The way it works is we syndicate deals. Okay, so so we'll raise money for those deals, mm-hmm. and and then we reposition them. So we go and we. We buy them, we fix them up. The way commercial real estate works is it, it's valued based on a multiple of the net income. It's called mm-hmm. the NOI, the net operating income. And any increase to that net income is an exponential increase to the value. It's mm-hmm. about 17 to $20 to every $1 increase in income. And so, um, so you, the, the model is you go and you, you do value-add purchases, they're called. So you go and you fix it up, you, you, you improve the property, you raise the rents, you, your decrease expenses are typically a combination of the two. You increase that net income, mm-hmm. which autumn instantly increases the value. I'll give you an example of this. We have a 296-unit asset in San Antonio, and we numbered the parking spaces. And mm-hmm. we said, you know, if, you know, if you want to reserve your parking space, it's 25 bucks a month. You park the closest, you have the closest one, first come, first serve mm. to your unit. We had 100 people take us up on it. Mm-hmm. That was an instant $800,000 increase in value. Just that's really that 25 smart. $25, yeah. yeah. And um, so, you know, that's the model. The, the, the way the model works, however, is the first... Um, 
couple of years, the bulk of what you're going to get is the acquisition fee. So you charge mm -hmm. an acquisition fee when you buy. We charge 3%. Mm -hmm. So you do the math on a $40 million deal, which is one we just closed on. That's you know, $1.2 in acquisition fee. Mm -hmm. Now that's split up between the different general yeah. partners. But that is, um, you get that. And we've had deals go what's called full cycle, where we buy them and we sell them. Mm -hmm. I had one in uh, Louisiana and one in uh, Kentucky. And, you know, so you make the profit from that. The cash flow really doesn't start because you're paying, you see, you're paying when you raise money from people. I, I don't mm -hmm. have a dime in those, those thousands of units. I don't have mm -hmm. a dime in them. Uh, I've raised all that money, mm -hmm. you know, just, just bring in investors. And um, when you do that, typically the common way you do it is you offer them a preferred rate of return. They, mm -hmm. get, they get X num X percentage off the top. It's typically mm -hmm. seven or 8%. We do 8%. Mm -hmm. And so- that eats up most of the cash flow when you're repositioning. Then mm -hmm. once you've repositioned, um, our model typically is to refinance, get our investors their money back, and that's when the cash flow starts happening. Mm. We are in the midst of that right now. Got it. Okay, so you know it's. It, they, I mean, I've made millions in acquisition fees, but I haven't mm -hmm. made a lot of and 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 made good money on those two that we turned. Yeah. But as far as cash flow, you asked me what yeah. our cash flow is. It's different than single family. Mm -hmm. Now, can you buy multifamily for yourself? Sure. Yeah. Can you do it in a joint venture, maybe a 50-50 deal? You know, when I was in my 20s, I did joint ventures with, uh, with guys, and, and they put up the money. They, they signed on the debt, and we split everything 50-50. I found them. I fixed them up. I managed them. I rented yeah. them, and everybody was happy. And, yeah. and um, <clears throat> that's, a, of course, you know, uh, some, and that was mostly single family, though, back mm -hmm. then. There were some duplexes and eight unit, 12 unit, something like that. But- you know, so that's joint, that's a joint venture. Um, what I was just talking about previously was syndications, right? Now, yeah. joint ventures, um, the only way you can do a joint venture is if someone is actively involved. Now, because they signed on the debt, and if I spent more than like $1,000 or something, I had to get their approval, you know, agreement, uh, they were active. But mm -hmm. if you take money from someone and just offer them a rate of return, you have to syndicate. It's yeah. not a big deal. It sounds all scary and stuff. It's just you sign a check to it. You write a check to an attorney and make sure you dot the I's and cross the T's. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, people are shocked how simple it really is once you get into it. But, um, you know, I, I, I do boot camps and uh, I have a, typically have an SEC attorney come in and teach that section um, you know because there's there a little bit of complexity to it but not really there's there's typic, typically two types of syndications what I grew up learning was what's called a 506b where you can't advertise you have to mm -hmm. know the person before you can tell them about a deal yeah back then it used to they used to call it the three touch rule you had to have touched somebody three times before you could tell them about a deal but with dodd frank they opened it up and they have now a 506c it's called and you can i can advertise it on my podcast talk about it wherever mm -hmm. i want and that really opened things up the only yeah. caveat though is accredited. your investors have to be accredited. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. I didn't know how much you've educated oh, your yeah. audience here. No, but, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was great education. Okay. That, I've never heard it explained that way where it mm. makes it like very simple. Mm. Usually like when you hear syndication, you start checking out. You're like, oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My boot camps, I, 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 I really bring a lot of energy in because it's some of it's really dry you know? yeah and and so we we do a lot of mindset stuff a lot of psychology stuff forward pacing like ryan did yeah. at wealth con you know uh -huh. how do you see yourself in a year stuff like that's very yeah. powerful stuff i guess what advice would you give to let's say an investor that's that has active income where they're flipping and wholesaling because mm -hmm. that's where mm -hmm. that's where a lot a of, lot our of your audience are yeah. mm -hmm. um but they 
they know they got in they know they have to get into multifamily because I guess that's the only way to build like yeah. cash flow. Yeah. Like how do they start? And the answer is you gotta educate yourself, bottom line. Mm. It's like anything else. You know, you gotta you gotta get an education and uh, and so, you know, that it starts with the education. So I don't care if you learn from me, but yeah. you know, I will tell you, you know, as a flipper and a wholesaler, yeah. you know, I don't I hate to say this. I don't want to diminish. Say what, it. Okay. Well, well, it's a job. I mean, it every January 1st, you go back to work. It you is buy enough assets, you know, even if you're doing it in joint venture or syndication, at some point you don't have to work anymore. Yeah. Right. Cause the cash flow will be there. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, um, and, and, you know, one decent acquisition fee is life changing. Okay. Mm. Not for me, but yeah. for a lot of people yeah. it is. Yeah. And so, so, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's very, and, and then of course the cash flow after you give your investors their money back. And so, you know, I would encourage anyone that's in the flipping and wholesaling business to consider yeah. multifamily, to learn it and learn it quick. Cause I'm going to tell you, I said this, I said this on stage, the shit's about to hit the fan. I mean, yeah. it's, it's coming. There's yeah. a 1.6 trillion in debt coming due by the end of next year. And those people either have to sell or refinance. Sales are down 75% as of first quarter this year, but it's less second quarter, uh, you know, uh, less sales. And, and so sales are way down. Refinancing is very, very hard right now because these people that had these adjustable rate mortgages, which a lot of people did, it's called bridge loans. Yeah. Okay. It's like and, a flip. House. It's like yeah. well, it's really like hard, hard, money. Yeah. hard money in, yeah. in the single family space, and it's very onerous debt. I mean, it's it's adjustable rate, it's short term, and even if they had a rate cap of say two percent, you know, you've got a twenty, ten, twenty, thirty million dollar loan. A two percent increase in your in your debt is a big deal. So that dropped their. It's called debt service coverage ratio. Yeah. So the, the in the Mortgage. in my world, the bank looks at the property's ability to service the debt. They don't look at your ability. They don't yeah. care what your debt to income is. Yeah. They're going to look at the property's ability to service the debt. And that's the debt service coverage ratio. And I'll give you a quick example. So let's say, and it's, an, it's typically an annual calculation. Yeah. Let's say that the property makes 125000 a year in net income. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 125000 net income. Let's say the debt's 100000 a year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Debt's 100000 Income's 125000 That's a 1.25% debt service coverage ratio. Mm -hmm. That's typically what banks want to see. Well, as these interest rates have gone up, that that net income has gone down. And, and I, I know a lot of people that are at less than 1%, meaning the property is not servicing the debt. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they're going to have to pay those loans down to borrow money if, they're, if their debt's coming due. And they have to buy a rate cap. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you what's happened with rate caps. In 2020, you could get a $100 million rate cap for 3%. So it wouldn't go up more, the rate wouldn't go up more than 3% for three years. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was $23,000. Mm -hmm. $100 million Three-year, 3% three rate cap. That same rate cap today, for one year, forget three years, you never get three years, for one year is $2.3 million. Mm -hmm. People don't have that kind of money. These yeah. operators don't have that kind of money. Yeah. So <clears throat> a lot of deals are going to go south. But yeah. I'm not trying to scare you if you're listening. I'm trying to get you freaking excited because yeah. deals are coming, okay? But you got to get up to speed fast because if you're trying to learn this in the thick of it, it's going to be too late. Yeah. You need to get up to speed as fast as possible. Build relationships. Decide what part of the business you're going to do because in my world, it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. You know, flipping and wholesaling and, and buying houses, I did most of that by myself. And mm -hmm. I've done 2,000, you know, so I mean, you know, I know the business. <laughs> but, but, but uh, you know, in, in my world now, in the mo commercial multifamily, it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, maybe you're the one that finds the deals. Maybe you're the one that raises the money. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're the one that manages the property after you buy it. It's called asset management. We charge 2% of the yeah. gross collected rents for that, too. So you make fee on that, too. Um, but the point is, um, 
you know, it, it, there are a lot of different places you can hang your hat and, mm-hmm. and you want to play to your strengths. I just talked about that today when I did my keynote and you play to your strengths. And, you know, so if you're, and, and also, you know, there are people that have to analyze the deals because these deals are primarily empirical. They're primarily numbers. If the numbers make sense, mm-hmm. do a deal. I mean, I've got offers out on three deals today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if the numbers make sense, you can buy depending, it doesn't matter where you are in the market. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's, so, so that's another role, you know, underwriter, if you're great and, and, you know, and, and analytical, you could wear that hat. So there's lots of different places you can hang your hat in what we do. And, and, and I tell people, play to your strengths, join a team. You know, I've got students, they're called my warriors and I'm going to brag for a minute. I've been teaching five years and they own somewhere between 170 and 180,000 units. And I'm yeah. really, I'm really freaking proud of that. And, you know, besides my kids, I think I'm most proud of that. And, and, you know, that most of those deals were done between students, between warriors, because they mm. work together, yeah. you know, just like in Ryan's ecosystem, mm-hmm. you know, they, they help each other, yeah. they build each other up and all JV. that. It's just, it's the same thing. JV yeah. together. Did, uh-huh. Yeah. It's the same thing in this world. And so, um, you know, but here's the thing I'm going to tell you, and, I, and, and, and that is it's coming. Okay. Everything's going to go on sale, including single family and, and definitely. Really? Multi- oh, absolutely, dude. It's coming. Trust me. How okay? Trust let's me, talk about single coming. family. How right, much, hold on, let me yeah, just finish my thought, okay. and then we'll, we'll circle back and we'll argue it. Okay, so so <laughs> I know you're going to argue it with me. So so you know when I say everything's going on sale, I'm talking about you know all real estate asset classes, every uh-huh. one of them. Definitely, uh, uh, businesses are are you're going to be able to buy businesses. You can you know so so here's the thing: pick your freaking vehicle. If it's going to be single family, fine, <clears throat> kick ass and learn it. If it's going to be multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. If it's buying businesses, go learn that. But pick your vehicle and learn it right now, because like I said, if we're in the thick of it, it's going to be too late. Um, Elon Musk was just quoted as saying that residential is going to follow commercial. Elon Musk is much smarter than I am. Okay, nah, but he's not quote. a real estate guy. Uh, I would trust you dude, over him over, dude, over he, real okay, estate. Okay, well, he is one smart. Uh, he's SLB, smart. Okay, he's and, smart. And but so I know, would trust you more than Elon listen, in real listen, estate. Listen, there are layoffs have already started. Yeah, there's an article. I like two months ago. I found an article. Fifty-one percent of all U.S. businesses are planning layoffs. Fifty? No, it was fifty-two percent of all U.S. businesses are planning layoffs. You know, we've already seen it in the tech space. Okay. Interest rates are insane and, yes. and, and they're not going down. They're going back. They're going up further. I'm going to tell you, when I got in the business, they were 18%. Interest yeah. rates were 18% when I started in 1978. True story. And, and we were still able to buy deals because, of course, the prices were lower. I was buying yeah. houses for 20 grand a pop, renting mm. them for 400, 2% rule, literally mm-hmm. 2%, not 1%, 2%. Mm. And, and so, you know, um, uh, it's all relative. I remember doing backflips when they hit 7%. But I'm going to tell you, you know, Besides inflation, uh-huh. besides gas prices, besides, you know, the fact that interest rates have doubled. If you, if you, you know, if you, the same house, the same mortgage you bought, if you got it 14 months ago, your payment would be half of what it is today. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, but why is it going to crash? I don't get it. Crash may be, may be an, an exaggeration. It's definitely going to go down. Prices how are much? definitely going to go Single down. Family. They've already, they've, there's, and some markets are already flatlined. Some markets are already going down. Some are going up. Some, some are still going up. Florida, I mean, obviously yeah, Vegas. you can't people keep out. Vegas still good? Yeah, Vegas okay. is going up right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, as the economy, okay, here's the thing. There will be a catalyst. Here's what I think the catalyst is going to be. Okay. okay. And again, I'm not a doom and gloomer. I'm excited. I'm in a lot of cash. I'm freaking getting ready for this. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not like trying to scare the shit out. I'm trying to get you excited. But here's the thing. 
if if the unless they bail it out, if this commercial debt goes south, I mean, there's a I've got an attorney, an SEC attorney right now. He's a good friend of mine. He's super, I mean, huge in the space. Okay, huge does tons of syndications. Yeah, he says half of his business right now is doing capital calls yeah. where they have to get money from their investors to save these properties or forbearances or foreclosures. Yeah. That's half of his business right now. Mm-hmm. So it's already started in them and he's all multifamily. I believe the, okay. the commercial okay. is hurting right now. Com- commercial. Okay. So here's the thing. A third of all commercial debt is held by small and regional banks. Okay. okay. A third. You are going to see a shit ton. Uh, sorry, that's a technical term of bank foreclosures coming. Okay. Okay. They're I coming. believe that. I believe that. They're coming. So I think that's going to be the catalyst. But how does that affect residential? It's, it, it, once dominoes start falling, mm-hmm. it affects everything. It affects employment. It affects uh, the price of, of things. It affects, mm-hmm. it affects everything. And so um, it, it, it's like a domino thing. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I saw it happen in 2008, nine. It was a different environment for, yeah. for different reasons. Yeah. Um, and listen, I'm not again in the single family space you can make a fucking fortune mm-hmm. if that happens mm-hmm. okay okay so i agree with you on the commercial the residential i still don't fully see it but i do believe that neither did i in yeah. 2007 and 8 yeah neither but i think I. it's just different neither did i but okay. i think it's different i didn't think it was going to happen either. and i think if uncle joe is president he's going to bail out everyone that's what i think and then what happens and then we just keep riding the wave. No, we then, just no, keep no, no. The- then what happens? No, let's be real. Then what happens? That's what I think. Inflation will go through the freaking roof. You, you, you know, we could have hyperinflation. We yeah. got hundred dollar loaves of bread. That's when the shit really hits the fan. But okay, I, I'm, I'm, they I haven't been around. Money. They keep pumping money into this economy. We are going to have a real problem. But I'm not saying pumping money into the well, economy. Well, that's the only way to stop it. Well, I'm saying if a bank starts to like what happened to the what, what was it the Silicon Valley Bank? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bank them bailing failing, them well, out. They bailed them out. Yes, I know. But so, they, but the commercial uh, banks that are holding these loans, I believe that they'll bail them out. Is that a possibility? If they do, inflation is going to ramp. Okay, it's going to ramp even but further because you put if you have any concept of what a trillion dollars really is uh-huh. i would suggest if you're watching or listening go online and 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 put in there what show me the difference between a billion and a trillion and it'll blow your mind it it the, how much money a trillion really is and you know they've pumped so much they've already pumped so much money into the economy that you know we're seeing 8 to 10% inflation they say it's 4 or 5 but that's bs it's it's crazy high yeah and you know, so your dollar keeps going down. It's killing me because I've got I'm in a lot of liquidity right now, and I hate it because it's it's going down every freaking month. It seems like yeah. so. The more, and it's because they pump so much money in, mm-hmm. and they keep pumping money, and it's going to get worse. Listen, I could be wrong. I'm, my kids tell me you're tired of being wrong. They love telling me that. So I could be wrong, but just mark my. I don't words. know if you're wrong or right. I'm just I, trying I, to I mark my ask. words. I think it's going to get ugly, really yeah. ugly. Yeah, and and. And again, I'm banking on it because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm holding on to cash getting ready because in a crisis, cash is king. Yeah. Right? So. Well, Grant Cardone says cash is trash. So Grant Cardone, also, right Grant Cardone also says <laughs> Armageddon is coming. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's a quote. Okay? Yeah. Uh, he's a pretty smart guy, too. Yeah. I mean, he's got a jet and a helicopter. I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but, but I. There's two I, jets, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so, and I don't. So there you go. You know, but, but, uh, 
No, I, I think we're heading for some real pain in this country, and it's going to get really ugly. Like so right what now, happens? Though? Like right now, I'm not buying C-class assets. You know, there's A, B, C, yeah, and yeah. D. A's brand new. D's yeah. the hood. Stay out of the hood. Ask me how I know. I, uh, when a student of mine gave me a T-shirt, it says, hashtag, ask me how I know, because I'm always saying, don't do that. Ask me how I know. Okay? Yeah. So they, you get, we give them away now. But anyway, don't do D, but, but I'm not even doing C, because what demographics getting their butt handed to them right now? You know, they, they can't afford it. I mean, I do know. you know that, that right now uh, a, a ton of people are using their credit cards to pay ordinary bills? Yeah. Do you see a problem with that? Yeah. There are 20 million households right now behind on their utility bills. 20 million households in this country. Where was that's that a, that's before? That's a Forbes article. Look it up. What was it before, though? I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think, I mean, I believe that we're in like a low recession and all this crap, but okay. So what happens... If shit does hit the fan, There's what does someone actually do? opportunities to buy to buy deals and, and but like, actually, what do I do? What do you do? You yeah. you 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 network with as many people as you can mm-hmm. that are going to get their butts handed to them in the stock market. If you have money in the stock market, no, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, but trust me, I, that's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. I bet to anybody, thousands of dollars, we're going to see a crash in the stock market. But that said. Get so those people are going to need a place to put their money and get a return. Mm-hmm. So build relationships with people that have money, mm-hmm. so that when this shit hits the fan, you could take advantage of these deals because they're mm-hmm. coming. Businesses, single family, multifamily, other commercial. Stay away from office. You know, I just saw a Forbes article. Six of the top biggest cities in the country, the average office occupancy is like in the low 70% range. Mm. These assets don't break even unless they're at 88, 90%. So yeah. those are all going south too. We haven't even you know, talked about that. You know, that that's, those, are, those are loans that are already in default. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the six. I mean, that's, that's probably over a trillion dollars there. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's going south. I mean, mm-hmm. it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, then you've got all this other commercial debt. So listen, I'm not, you know, I got caught in 2008 with my pants down. I wasn't ready. I mean, you know, in my defense, countries went bankrupt then, but yeah, but you know, um, you know, I'm, I got crushed by that wave. I'm surfing this one. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah. you know, it, it, and, and I think, you know, it may, maybe it's not as bad as I think. Um, Trump, love him or hate him, says it could be as bad as the Great Depression. That's a quote. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Elon Musk, here's a quote. They're lying to you. The crash is going to be much, much bigger than they say. That's mm-hmm. a direct quote. I believe him. So, so, so you know, uh, $3 billion startups, not a stupid guy. I know maybe he doesn't know real estate, but he's a smart guy. <laughs> I but, believe in you more than Elon. Well, listen, I, 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 like, I look to the most intelligent people I can, successful people I can. And when Grant, Trump, Musk, those are three right off the, out of the gate, Warren Buffett's preparing for a downturn. That's a quote. Um, you know, not as extreme, not as extreme, yeah. not as extreme as, as these other guys. And, you know, and you've got to look at secondary gain. Of course, Grant is going to, like me, is going to you know, tell people uh, you know, to get into the business, which I, I really believe in my heart. It's not like I'm trying to sell people to get into this business to, to make money. I'm, I'm, I believe it's coming. And if, if someone wants to take advantage of it and they wait too long, it's going to be too late. Because you know, this business takes relationships, just mm-hmm. like, like single family. It takes yeah. relationships. It takes you know, access to money. It takes mm-hmm. knowledge. It, 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 yeah, it takes time to build your confidence. Mm-hmm. And again, if you wait, it's going to be too late. And so 
you know, like I said, pick your vehicle so you can take advantage of what's coming. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. go do your goals. It's super, super important because it's going to be really easy to get distracted and fearful because the media, even if it's not bad, they're going to make it out that it's worse than it is. And, oh, wait, they said it's going to crash for, it's going to last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It was BS. But, you know, they'll do the same thing again. So if you've got your goals in front of you, you're focused on that, then you can capitalize on what's coming. You don't get paralyzed by fear. So, yeah. so. Um, I'm about to have to go interview Ryan and Mindy on stage, but okay. give me, cause we always talk about leadership. Mm-hmm. Give me five tips to becoming a better, a better leader, a better leader. Well, you have to craft a vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starts with that. You have to get, you know, you have to be able to communicate that vision to inspire the people you're leading. Mm-hmm. You have to manage your focus. Okay. I talked about this from stage as a leader, you've got to manage your focus. And if you get caught up in the crap that's on the news, you whatever you focus on gets bigger, both positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And so it's critical that you focus on what you want, not what you don't want as a leader, because mm-hmm. people are watching you. Uh, I think you have to build up your people. Then you have to be able to step back and let go and let your people do what you hired them to do as a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's a few. Love it. If people want to find you, where do they go? Rod's links, rodslinks.com. There's tons of free stuff there. Again, DM me if you want to come to the boot camp. Uh, if you ask me any question about multifamily on social, I answer every single one. And people are like, is this really you or is this a bot? And I always have to send a picture. It doesn't matter if I'm in <laughs> underwear or whatever. But yeah, I'll, I'll answer every question at Rod's links. And Beautiful. check out my podcast, largest commercial real estate podcast in the world. The link is there too, 17 million downloads. And I spend a lot of time Damn. on mindset and psychology so you take action with what you learn. That's a lot of downloads. Holy crap. Thank you. All right, guys. This was the Wealthy Investor Podcast. We are out. Peace.